Well, welcome back to Radio Entrepreneurs, the show that's always streaming every day, stories of entrepreneurship. Over seven years, over a million people have listened to our stories. And I think this next one could be the one that pushes us over 10 million because it's a really critical topic to all people with assets, all people uh, with businesses. Uh, our tax laws are changing dramatically as of December 31st. Uh, David Appel, Managing Partner, Appel Advisors. Welcome, David. Thank you very much, Jeffrey. Appreciate the uh, invitation. Well, wow. and what an introduction. Geez, not just an invitation. <laughs> David, it is a big time. And I'll even say some of my clients are scrambling, to say the least. Things that they thought they were going to be holding off for years doing, uh, they've got to do it now or else. And it's not just or else. It's that there's going to be major consequences of money they're going to lose. Correct? Yes. Uh, you know, it's, it's one of these things where... Um, you know, there's certain laws in place. And, you know, we've known since I've been in the insurance business for the last 29 years, you know, state tax law changes have changed like seven times um, to the point where, as we were discussing earlier, you know, where estate taxes even went to zero at one point. Um, and they've gone up and they're at the highest levels they've ever been the estate tax exemptions. Right now, um, a married couple in the United States can protect $23.4 million dollars. That expires under Trump's tax law in 2025. And if President Biden gets his way, that 11.7 million per person could drop to three and a half million, you know, under his Budget Reconciliation Act, which means a married couple can only protect $7 million, which in the Northeast, when houses are worth two, three, four million dollars, that can put a lot of people over the tax threshold relatively quickly. And planning needs to be done when they start realizing that. 40 cents of every dollar over 7 million could be taxed on a on every dollar. Wow. Tell me more. <laughs> well, I mean, one of the things that, you know, we're scrambling a little bit on the life insurance industry and we have um, legislators and lobbyists fighting in Washington right now dealing with, you know, with senators and their staff is, you know, they're talking about now grantor trusts have always been a very key play in the estate planning side. And grantor trusts are typically what are irrevocable life insurance trusts, where there's trusts that hold life insurance, where you gift premiums to, and anything held inside a grantor trust is typically outside of someone's estate. So if you hold a couple million dollar life insurance policy in an irrevocable trust, that's removed from the estate and not counted. So if, no matter how much life insurance you have in there, it goes income tax free the trust. And then once that trust and it's inside the trust, it's not includable. What Biden's proposal right now is trying to do is any gifts to those grantor trusts, they want to exclude now future gifts to these grantor trusts. So premiums being paid can be counted back into the estate and taken off a life insurance death benefit. So let's just say for a quick, like an easy example, you now, after, if this law passes and you put $200,000 of premium into a million dollar policy into a grantor trust, they want to now say that that's, you have to include $200,000 on an estate tax level off of that million. So it's not a clean million that's going to the family you know, based on this law. So there's, there's, there's a lot of moving parts going on right now. Um, and like, as you said, clients are scrambling because with if if right now really a, a couple could uh could gift up to 23 million dollars out of their estate but if this law changes and it reduces down they lose that they can't go back and gift that money anymore 
And for some people, it's substantial, correct? Um, in, in regards to what the potential tax they could be looking at? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I recently, um, I did an analysis last week for a client here in Boston um, where the estate was, let's say it's approximately $40 million. And I said, under um, the current tax law, they have a, between Massachusetts and federally, I'm sorry, they had a $30 million state. Under, under current tax law, they have about a $4 million tax today between Massachusetts and federal. Irrespective of what Biden does, even if it rolls back, if Trump's law rolls back in 2025, their tax quadruples. It goes from $4 million to $16 million. It goes to almost half the estate is gone. Which you know, can ruin a family. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because then you, it's a fire sale, depending on if they have liquid assets or if they have hard assets or a small family business. Um, you know, it's not like you have hard assets or a small family business. That could be a fire sale. Um, I always bring back, you know, the story which people forget about of, uh, you know, Joe Robbie and the Robbie family back with the Miami Dolphins. When, when, when Joe Robbie passed away, they owed so much money to the federal government. That's when they had to sell the, the football team to Huzanga and they lost one of the most profitable teams in, in NFL history. And they had to sell the stadium and they had to sell a lot of their assets to come up with. Uncle Sam wanted his money nine months later and that family got wiped out. That's unbelievable. Yeah. Such a valuable franchise. And uh, yeah. so, you know, what are company owners doing? What are your clients doing about this, you know, working on this legislation? Has there been lobbying going on? Is there still is any of this still in play yes it's 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 all still in play there's still no clear decision as of today we're hoping that within a within a week or two we might have some more um legislation i mean i'm i'm, I'm advising my clients right now that have irrevocable life insurance trusts if they can to future fund some of the premiums you know put extra premiums into the irrevocable trust today before the end of the year before this law passes um so then any you know so because once it's in the trust they can't claw it back out. So, you know, we're future funding some premiums. We're talking about if the law does pass, we're going to be able to do some intra-family loans at the low, you know, IF, uh, AFR rates um, that are out there, meaning that, you know, that the families can loan, trust the money and do different things. We might have to, we might have to revert some of the policies back to split dollar policies. Um, depending on if we, if we don't have the ability to gift a lot of money into these already established grantor trusts, we're going to have to come up with some other ways to, to make this all happen. So I'm trying to advise people to, you know, I'm talking to everybody, a lot of my clients who have grantor trust, especially who are paying significant premiums over six figures a year. I'm, you know, targeting those clients first, um, you know, where they're, where they're spending more than $100,000 a year on life insurance premiums. Well, not just how you are, your clients are being affected. I think the whole life insurance industry is being affected. And that tends to be... Uh, a big lobby as well. Uh, huge, yes. Huge lobby. Huge lobby. I, I mean, life insurance, might... you know, life insurance for decades and decades and decades and decades has always fought to keep life insurance income tax-free to the beneficiaries and any internal growth inside of an insurance policy to grow tax-deferred. Um, and, they've, and they've done a good job, you know, keeping those two things, no matter, you know, through all the changes and all the tax changes, they've kept that going. And what's kind of interesting is I actually have a few senators as clients. I don't understand how they're going to pass this because pr probably I would have to say 98% of the senators own irrevocable life insurance trusts 
where they've built, you know, they have life insurance outside of their estate. And I just can't see them passing a law that's actually going to be detrimental to themselves too. Uh, you um, can but, almost you know, say that the two things in life, death, taxes, uh, pharmaceutical and life insurance profits. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, I, 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 you know, I, I probably am a little bit more optimistic that the life insurance industry, and you're right, and uh, our Congress and senators, our elected officials, are not going to want to rock their own boat. No, I don't. I don't think so. They have it in the past. You know, all of us, you know, from estate planning attorneys, you know, to people that are playing in the higher end of the insurance industry, you know, I, we just, we just, we shook our heads when this came in the legislation. Like, how could they possibly? you know, do this. This has been like a staple, you know, planning tool for years and years and years and years. And they're just really trying to shake the tree, um, you know, and, and, and see what, see what happens. So it's, well, it's been unclear. Um, on the other side being not political, let's say, I understand that Democrats are trying to close some of these wide open doors of wealth because there's too much debt and they're trying to find ways to lower debt in the country. This was a logical place to go, but every time the Democrats go after life insurance industry, they fail. They did right. with Obama and, yeah. as well. And when you really look at some of the numbers, it, it really is kind of small potatoes compared to the overall number that they need to, to come up with. And I think that's part of the reason that they fail at the end of the day, because you know, you're still dealing with such a small percentage of people in the United States that are dealing with this issue. I mean, there's certainly been a hell of a lot more millionaires and a hell of a lot more multimillionaires uh, over the last number of years. But it's still really, you know, when you really look at the numbers compared to the overall population, it's pretty small. Um, well, David, I'm sure you're going to be very busy right now and into the new year for those who don't uh, respond to it. I know yesterday I spent half the day in law offices with family business clients working on some of these issues. So if someone was looking for you and your help, how would they find you? Uh, they can either go to my website, appelladvisors.com, um, or they can find me where, where our physical office is in Newton Corner, um, or they can email me, uh, david at appelladvisors.com. So, That's great, David. And we like having you on the show. We know you're going to come back soon. There's so much going on. So we look forward to seeing you again on Radio Entrepreneurs. Thank you, Jeff.